Hello, this is Hugo Prévost, and you are listening to SVGA, your PC retro gaming podcast. Today is episode number 16, and of course, this wouldn't be SVGA without Robert Hills. Hello, Robert. Hello, Hugo. How's it going? I'm fine, and you? Uh, not too bad. Uh, it's been a while. It's been, a, I mean, we're both, once again, we're both quite busy, but it's uh, always a pleasure to uh, talk to you and to talk about video games, of course. Uh, I think today, this week is a, would you describe it as a retro game? I would describe it as, no, I wouldn't describe it as a retro game. I would describe it as a, well, maybe I would actually. It is retro in its aesthetic, and yeah. and yeah. So yes, I would describe it's 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 a new game, but it is retro in basically everything about it. Yeah, I mean it's so new; it's still in early access. Uh, I mean these days, it's not really a <laughs> characteristic of a, a new-ish game. Sometimes games linger in early access for years, but yeah, this one is really, really new. It's, it still smells like a, a new car or maybe a new plane. So, <laughs> what did we play this week, Robert? Uh, this week we were playing Tiny Combat Arena. Tiny Combat Arena, indeed, is a simulation game, the same game from Microprose. Uh, Microprose, who was a quite important developer in it and publisher in the end of the 80s, uh, Early the 90s. 90s. Yeah. And they basically, well, went bankrupt or were bought by another company or something like that in the uh, early one 2000s. Of the, one of those ones that, it, you know, like, oh, I remember that, and then they just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, they went slowly went away. I mean, they, they, they mostly did, uh, well, simulation games, basically. Uh, World War II, same games, and uh, uh, stuff like that. I think they did Pencil General uh, in the, yeah, amongst other things. Yeah, that's correct. And so, yeah, they're back. They're bringing the... Uh, to bring it back, uh, mostly with the retro aesthetic, as you said, and uh, I think they, they've re- they have released one besides this one, one game for now, which is uh, High Fleet, which is a spaceship or flying ship combat simulation strategy game. I, or I think they also have a, a um, an aircraft carrier simulator as well. Yeah, like yeah, a absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, just clicking uh, frantically away on the the website of uh, Microprose. They did. What's the name of the game? And yeah, and now I'm scrolling and I can't find it. Um, maybe if I click on the games button, yeah, Carrier Command Two. There so, it is. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. The first one was uh, modern-ish in its aesthetic, and then they went back to. Uh, something from the 80s a bit with more, uh, well, less polygons, more more pixels, more uh, more retro fun, if you can call it that. So yeah. anyway, uh, Tiny Combat Arena, yeah, so we did uh, try it uh, for a little while, and it's, uh, well, basically, like I said, simula- a flying simulation game. You control a uh, few, well, a, about what, five or six airplanes in total? Yeah, I don't. I think at the moment there's only one that is flyable, which is the Harrier jump jet, which yeah. listeners may remember. But there's there's several other jets, and you're basically. Um, it's interesting because it's it's not a 
full simulation. Like you're not, you're not nope. doing the whole thing. It's you're basically you're on an Island and there are two teams, um, red versus blue. So the Russians and Americans basically. And, uh, you're, you have ground forces that are doing their thing and you're in the air trying to help your team win by taking over bases and bombing things. And yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned that it wasn't a full simulation. I know you are a big fan of flying simulations. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and I, of course we you cannot if you listening right now to the episode you cannot see uh, the uh, humongous uh, hardware that uh, Robert bought with his uh, hard hardware one dollars. But uh, it uh, it weighs more than a small child. <laughs> <laughs> So what what did you buy exactly, Robert? I I bought a uh, it is a Verpal Mongoose CM3. I may have screwed up the name here, but it is um it's an absurd uh hot-ass throttle. Um it it's made of actual metal like it it's it yeah. It it has more hat switches than most joysticks have buttons. Um I'm not even kidding about that. It's it's got <laughs> It's 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 really too much as a as a thing, but I uh, I love it. Um, but you you really have to be um, at least a little deranged to want and then actually get one. I mean, we did a um, a whole episode about flight controls, and I think what we were able to um, well, we we thought the same thing. Basically, usually more buttons is better. Uh, mm-hmm. Just for the sake of having more buttons, it's the same thing as having board games with a thousand pieces. It's just that oh, there's so much stuff, and it's just uh, the, the fun of having stuff, basically. Uh, but uh, uh, I could use more buttons, actually. It turns out, but <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. So did you, were you able to put your uh, put this to good use in the game? I, I mean, yes. Um, it it didn't it didn't require nearly as many buttons that I have. Um, like I didn't use any of the, the two position switches, which I'm not sure if you'll be able to actually hear these, but um, the it, it's essentially, it is, it takes the idea of a simulation of like, okay, it's going to have a serious flight model where, yeah. you know, you can stall your plane. It, it, you know, you're, your afterburners aren't like a nitro boost. It you have an amount of fuel that you can use. Like yeah. if you have more bombs, you're less maneuverable. If you have le- like, so it's it it takes that part of it serious, but it also strips out a lot of the heavier simulation stuff. Like you're you're not worrying about you know warming up systems and yeah. you know configuring your navigation and all that stuff. It's once you're in the plane, you can it you just. You know, you, you go to a menu and you say, okay, I want to do a bombing mission, so I want these things. And it, it loads your thing and you take off and you go bomb some tanks or buildings or whatever it is. And, but you still have a like, okay, landing is not the easiest thing in the world. Like you have to mm-hmm. yeah. get on a proper glide slope or, you know, use the hover and do it that way. But that's, again, not, not simple, but it's, it, it, it walks the line between the, the really in-depth, you need to learn how each system works Yeah, with the sort of like, you can just sort of jump in a plane and go. 
I mean, for me, this was a lot easier because I spent a lot of time learning the systems and all that in, in different jets, but in a much more in-depth simulation. So it, for me, this was like, it was straightforward. Like I, I didn't have any issues with that. Um, how was the experience for you? I mean, it, it has been a while since I've played any uh, flight sim. I, I was a... I played a lot of Elite Dangerous before I moved last mm-hmm. year, and well, it's been almost a year and a half now. But and since I didn't really have the time to, I mean, usually I take some times once every two or three months to dust off my my joysticks and throttles and and so on. But I never really took the time to. Um, well, basically, that, that's not true. Once I bought the game Project Wingman. Which right. I, I've I've read good reviews about, and which is yeah, it's a bit more arcadey, but still some it has OTA support and so on and so on. Because I've played um, Ace Combat Seven a few months back, and it's really really just controller support, and it's it's okay, but it's, it's really an arcade game. And so I, I wanted to try Project Wingman, and I was a bit disappointed to see that there wasn't any. Hota support and you can basically yes you can use a, a controller you can use a basic joystick I, I could have used my joystick and not the joystick <laughs> with the throttle and it was a bit lazy and was a bit disappointed so I just did something else and and so going back to Tanika Batarina I, I went there thinking oh I've got to just be able to plug in my Hotas which is a Trustmaster 16 million thousand I don't know how many zeros 1600 but I, I there's about there's about 100 zero left in 16 and and so uh, which is a really good model if you ever want to get a Hotas but I I don't know what's the price is now I guess it's it's uh, the same as the model number so 1600,000 million and so on <laughs> um at the time, it cost it cost me one hundred fifty dollars, which is it's really now it, it's it's a really quality thing. Like if yeah. I hadn't, I I went like way beyond that because <laughs> it's I mean maybe it's a, you a that's slight okay. psychosis, but yeah, um, we, we all have our our troubles and our our problems. Yeah, uh, well, but it was only basically because of supply chain issues. Like I would have been paying not quite this much, but it I the yeah. the the. the the variation wasn't there for what is actually quite a good piece of kit. Yeah. So, so, um, uh, anyways, I've just, so anyway, so, uh, once again, going back to tiny combat, um, so I plugged in my Hotas kit and it recognizes that it, that it's plugged in, but, uh, I'm guessing it's the early access part of the game, which is there's no music in the menu. Uh, and they tell you, well, if you plug in a Hotas, you have to configure everything, all the controls by yourself. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you really doing this to me? And so I just took out my controller, my Xbox controller, and uh, tried to, to fly a few, a few sorties. And it basically went okay in the sense that uh, you can uh, as i did just have your controller and fly around with the joysticks and try to discover which buttons is the radar which button is the missile and that i mean discovering which button shoots the 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 gun it's pretty easy but um of course the, the 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 aspect of i really i didn't really go into the aspect of learning 
the systems in death and discovering that it was basically just trying to survive and to, to be able to steer myself and not plunge into the ground after 30 seconds. And uh, when I tried to do the, well, which is, what what is the main, supposedly, well, it's supposed to be the main attraction is, like, like we said, the assault on the island. You have to, to protect your troops and bomb the enemy and so on and so on. And I was... I was shut down <laughs> in a matter of seconds, and I, I, flew, I flew really, really too close to what I discovered was anti-air uh, yeah. armored vehicles on the ground. And it's, instead of just showing your plane exploding and having a screen say "game over" or "you're bad at it" or whatever else. Um, you just I just started spinning because I oh okay I, I lost I lost a wing, but it's not okay it's not you, you, you're not gonna explode you, we're gonna make you suffer yeah without with a wing in the, with a wing missing and you'll just have to eventually just decide to end it and crash into the ground or just go back to the menu and try again uh, and for that I think it's. Uh, plus one for realism, I guess. <laughs> well, and, and this is this is what I love about it is that it it's a very arcade scenario where you've got like two giant armies on this yeah. tiny island, and like so it's very straightforward. Everything is kind of out in the open, and we we haven't talked a lot about the graphics, which we should get into a little bit, but it's very much nineteen um, nineties, like yeah. mid nineties. Uh, textures don't exist in the way that <laughs> yeah. it, it's just like it's it's a flat color per polygon basically yeah um, which you know for for me is like okay well I'm just playing like a flight sim from my childhood um, it it in the cockpit and stuff it is a little more advanced than that like it yeah it's like it still takes advantage of modern technology and one of the interesting things is this is it's coded the whole thing by one guy. Yeah. Like yeah. this is this is one person who has made the thing, which is kind of really interesting about it. And the, the thing is I, I Googled uh, Googled it a bit and uh that same person started by developing a game called uh Tiny Combat Legacy, which is basically the new name of the old game. I'm guessing it was just called Tiny Combat before. And it, I'm guessing it, it was picked up by Microprose who decided, oh, it's really good. And we want to publish it and maybe give you some funds to develop it yeah. further. But and so basically, you can still. Uh, I'm guessing you can still get the demo on of the uh, Tiny Combat Legacy on itch.io, and uh, but yeah, it's not supported anymore. And just it's an old version. It's from uh, 2020. So it's right. if you want to have the newer thing, the the best version in. In quotes here, uh, and it, it's it's be well. I mean, it's it's in early access and so on. Yeah. But like when it first released, it came with a bunch of bugs or because it's you know a new thing. And yeah. they were fixed within a week and a half something. Because I, I I bought this immediately because I knew it was like, and I I really really like this game. Like I, it's one that like I like. Okay, I've got an hour. And I want to play a flight sim, but I don't have the time to like, okay, yeah. I got to sit on the aircraft carrier. I got to like wait for my navigation system to align. I have to make sure all my waypoints are correct. I got to start up my, 
Yeah. Don't have to do it. I can just like get in the thing. I can go. I can bomb some stuff. I can land, rearm, like take off. And it's all like, yeah, everything's within. You, you don't have to fly 20 minutes to get to a waypoint. It's just like you take off like, oh, there's the stuff on the ground. I bomb it. I go back home. It's yeah. I, I love it. It, it. Like I, I really, really like it. And I, I, I do, too. And I mean, basically, I understand. I, I see. I, I really love the small things, like you told, like you said. You have uh, uh, limited fuel reserves. You have there's a button that discovered early, very early that lets you move, uh, look around the cockpit, and if you you can try to see, well, it can be useful to check on the instruments, but also, are you being followed by a MIG who's going to shoot you down with a missile and send it in your ass, uh, or and so on and so on. And there's if you fly over the water, and this is what I discovered early too, and it was like blown away. There's a, an effect of the of the plane over the water, so basically a trail, like because yeah, of the blast of wake the kind of thing. yeah of the blast of the engines, and it's not some stuff that you would have seen in 1995. No, no, that's and, that's that's the thing is it's got the it's got the feel of something from 1995, but it it's. It's just using that in the the way that kind of Team Fortress Two is a cartoon. Like it, yeah. it takes it takes something simple but adds a bunch of complexity to it because it can. But it it keeps it from getting. I mean, this way a single person can create the whole thing basically, and it yeah, works. It, is what yeah. I love. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it it's the point where the middle point between. Uh, playing Afterburner. I don't know if you rem- remember that game on the uh, on the console. Right, but it's really really arcadey, and uh, so m- middle point between Afterburner and playing. I think it's called DGS. The DCS. The, the game DCS. Yeah, the, the, which is seems to be like you can blow yourself up on the on the runway if you click the wrong button at the wrong time. You, you it's some planes. If you pull the stick too hard, you rip your own wings off. Yeah. So, and I, I, I mean, I, I can understand the the need to, and I think we talked about this, doing some work while we play a game. Yeah. But I still want to be able to do like Tom Cruise and Top Gun and be an aircraft carrier and just being catapulted with a launch in the air and just shoot down some planes, maybe while trying to see if I'm burning too much fuel or just have to uh, ease on the stick because I'm getting a, bl- a blackout because I'm turning too too tight. So it's it, it's it's almost right there, uh, right at the point where it's fun and it's uh, e- easy-ish to learn. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to, it's hard to master. Yeah. It, well, it's, what it is, is it's, it's serious about it, but it's not, trying to beat you over the head with it yeah i mean because sometimes you just want to relax and have fun and i think it does this well well enough to well justify uh, i mean wait what 11 11 now 12 yeah I, d- I don't think it's much it's and it's really really not that that price it's oh sorry it's 22.79 now right okay it's, still it's really less pricey than dcs and buying some additional planes and so on and so on yeah we don't need to get into that (laughs) (laughs) but and and, i mean there's 
there's not a ton more to say because it is i mean it's tiny combat it is actually it's yeah. quite a small game like it, it's a single island like you can fly end to end in maybe five minutes yeah um but at the same time it does a lot of things really well and it's yeah i i, I really enjoy it as that kind of you know that that middle point you're talking about that yeah. you know i don't have a like it's a i've work later whatever and i just i want to fly around for a little bit and then i want to go to bed yeah and it's it's just great for that it's like you're you're in you're out and for me someone who plays a lot of flight simulator and and just gets really in depth with it sometimes it's nice to step back and go into something that is it's fun and straightforward but it's not it's not ridiculous. It's not a ridiculous yeah. arcade game. It still like takes the idea of it quite seriously, but it does it in an accessible, straightforward way. Yeah. And you talked about being ridiculous. I remember the mission in Ace Combat. I mean, the, the whole Ace Combat series is completely over the top. Uh, I've only played this, the seventh installment, but I remember clearly a mission where, you're in some flying some canyons, so already the visibility and maneuverability are limited. And then you get some tornadoes in there. <laughs> and you have to fly around and shoot down planes and just escape being hit by lightning and so on and so on. And you're like, what am I doing here? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I think, once again, like you said, it's there's not much to say because it's a small indie game it's a small uh, indie. It, it is and i mean it's i mean it's still an early access so it's only yeah. like that there will be more it's just at this yeah. point it's like you you fly one plane you bomb some stuff you shoot some russians and like that's that's it it like it it's it's a very straightforward thing but it is it, yeah. it that what it it hasn't set itself out to try and do too much. Like it no, is, no. it has set its sights very reasonably. And I think it, it does them very well. And I mean, shooting Russians is quite topical these days. So I'm guessing it it's... is extremely popular right now. <laughs> I mean, for, for Ukrainians, I'm not advocating to for world war three. Come, uh, I really am not going that far, but no. yeah, and this it's... seems like an island that might be in the Pacific somewhere. It's, it's a very, <laughs> it's actually, it seems quite pleasant. Yeah. Like it's a nice blue sky with a, I think there are clouds, but I mean, it, besides the bombing and the dogfighting and the explosions and the the noise of the the engines, it's quite nice for place. I mean, it's you know you can you get by the details. It's fine. Yeah, uh, uh, would you recommend uh, Tiny Combat Arena for? Uh, and if so, uh, for which kind of player? Maybe. Uh, oh, I would absolutely recommend Tiny Combat Arena. It, it's I don't know that I would enjoy it as much on a controller because I've only played it with like my setup. yeah the full kit the full uh, uh, which includes like a a thing where I hook my phone to the computer and like when I turn my head my head in the game oh moves. wow so like yeah oh, yeah. yeah okay so like you're, I, you're there okay I've I it's it's not quite VR but it's quite good um, so it's it's a bit above like. It, it's it's not something you were like, well, maybe I can play with a keyboard and see if I enjoy it. Like, I don't think it's quite that. Like, if you're not interested in a flight simulator as, like, something at least a little challenging where there yeah. is 
there is stuff to learn and to figure out. Um, it's probably not what you're looking for, but if you were like me and you spent any time playing flight simulators as a child, because you watched a little too much Top Gun, it's like, <laughs> once you get past figuring out where to do your controls and stuff, yeah. and like if you've flown a plane, it's, it's like, yeah, it's great. I, I love it. Like absolutely highly recommend it. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I, I think this is the most I've liked any of the games we played. Like, like unconditionally like this does exactly what i wanted to do it's fantastic well man, that, that's good to know because i remember a certain game that we won't name that you absolutely uh, we nearly it. made it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean I, i would recommend it too um i have to say because I, i was used like i said we used to more arcadey titles mm -hmm. and i was Maybe looking, for example, using the machine gun on the plane. I was looking maybe for uh, reticle to see at least where I where I'm shooting. Oh, you, that, you, to, to, you, you, yeah. Maybe I wasn't pressing the the the, the yeah. good button and the, the red button and and so on. And that's the maybe my other. The one that's a gripe. My other point where I was a bit. Not disappointed, but um, it's I don't a, think there was any training in it, which I think no, is that's, an issue. I think that that's the point. Yeah, I, I would have taken 15 seconds of the first time you the first time you do a sortie with some kind of controller or joystick. They say, okay, if you want to do this, press this. If you want to do that, press that, and that's it. 15 seconds, uh, and I can figure out the rest by myself. But now it's like, okay, you, you can go, you can practice around, you can try the, the whole combat, uh, war stuff, but we will not help you at all to figure out what's going on. And so it's a bit trial, trial and error, and at least they have the decency if you want to do um, a training sortie to just put you in easy mode first, and so the other planes don't shoot at you. But I was thinking that if that was, the, that was to be the case, I was getting shot at by... Uh, with missiles or something else. And I was thinking, I don't even know where the uh, ECM's button is. I don't know what to, or, and so that's maybe the one thing that we'd yeah. like to see in the, uh, uh, the next version, maybe. And that's, yeah. And really I, I, I think that's a fair criticism. Like as, as someone who basic, like I learned all this stuff doing more complex things that, yeah that this was like a slightly different plane that I'm used to flying, but like, okay, like this is all sort of like, I understand how this, this all like functions and the, the whatever, yeah. but, but that was, I had spent a lot of time learning that elsewhere. So I just knew it from other stuff. So I, yeah, yeah. I, I understand like where you're coming from, that that is not, um, that there is a learning curve there that yeah. I didn't really have to deal with, but that, there's really nothing to handhold you there. Like there, there's nothing to, to get you there. You kind of have yeah. to just sort of brute force your way into learning how it works. But you can still just go into the menu and check the options and check the controls. Oh it, yeah. That, that's it. It's, it's I not mean, impossible. It's just, it's, it, there's, it doesn't have the handholding of, yeah. you know, like a, a, a bigger game essentially. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I'm guessing this will come, like I said, in the next version or something. I mean, I don't think that Macro Pros will go to the length of catering just to that small niche of people that already know the way around the plane and just want to, uh, like we said, something different. Just want to play something different that that's not DCS, that's not... Uh, afterburner. That's not really a good example, but I cannot think uh, maybe Ace Combat or whatever. So uh, I'm guessing they'll get to it. But like we said, it's one guy. So yeah. uh, it's coming around eventually, but still, not, it's still playable right now. It's still good and fun. And uh, oh yeah, the whole right the whole now. thing the whole thing works. Like there's yeah. there there are no major bugs or whatever. Like it yeah it you, you can just jump in and play. If, and I, I will maybe just suggest put some candy logins on on YouTube before you, you launch the game and just go straight at it. And that's going to be uh, one hell of a ride. Uh, well, thank you, Robert, for this uh, being with me to talk about Tiny Combat Arena, of course. I mean, thank you for indulging my uh, enthusiasm for this one. <laughs> I mean, we're trying to to diversify our our games. We try to diversify our, our, our genre. So I think it's coming along pretty well. And uh, for people listening right now, of course, thank you very much for being there. If you want to catch up on previous episodes, you can find them on pf.ca. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and our host, Balado Quebec. Until next time. Goodbye.